The Lupus Living Podcast. Today's episode, Avoiding Lupus Burnout. Welcome to today's episode of the Lupus Living Podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This is a podcast to encourage you while you're living with lupus. Maybe you're a family member or a friend of someone living with lupus and want to understand what they are dealing with. Whatever the reason for you tuning in today, I say thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. And I also wanted to thank those of you who have sent questions about living with lupus. I enjoy hearing from each one of you, and it encourages me on my journey. Make sure you follow the Lupus Living Podcast on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash lupus living podcast. And I also have a YouTube channel that I'm starting. You can subscribe on YouTube and then click the notification bell, and this will let you know when there's a new episode that's uploaded. It's in the beginning stages, but I plan to start recording video of the podcast and maybe other types of topics that maybe don't lend themselves to a podcast, but would make a good short video. I'll share the channel on the Facebook page also, so you can click on the link and hit the subscribe button. This past week, I saw one of my friends that I hadn't seen in a while. I was so glad to see her and to get to talk to her. When I saw her, she was leaning on the counter at the store that we were at, and I asked her if she was okay. She said that she might have fibromyalgia. Her doctor is still running tests and reviewing them. She started to tell me how she gets tired really fast. She told me how when she was trying to clean the kitchen one day, she had to sit and rest like every five minutes because she was just worn out. And she told me how her muscles and her joints hurt. I could tell she hurt this particular day because when we walked around the store, she was walking slower and she had to get a basket to lean on to walk around. I felt so bad for her because I know how she feels. When she told me about her fatigue, there was a situation when I said, I understand. And I meant it. It was the truth. I reminded her about the time that I was in the hospital and told her what I was experiencing at that time. She didn't realize that lupus made me feel the way that she was feeling. I was joking when I told her, welcome to the club. It's not a club that we choose to be a part of, but it happens. I tried to explain to her how she wants to try and pace herself when trying to do physical things. I think the part that it, that's one part of it that's hard to accept. It still amazes me how so many autoimmune diseases have so many symptoms in common. This actually made me think about today's topic, the topic of lupus burnout. You hear about burnout from work or burnout from a busy life. The Mayo Clinic defines burnout as, and I quote, a special type of work-related stress, a state of physical or emotional exhaustion that also involves a sense of reduced accomplishment and loss of personal identity, end quote. 
That's just a fancy way of saying you are really tired and you need a much needed break from dealing with this day and day and day. I've experienced this on my job several years ago. It took me several months to recover from burnout on my job. And living with lupus is a job that you just don't get a day off from. My body has never said, Gwen, I'm going to give you a break today and not make something hurt or make you tired. Now go out and have some fun. No, living with lupus is like juggling. You try so hard to eat right, get the right amount of sleep, make sure that you aren't too stressed, and then to make sure that you're taking your medications, you're going to your doctor's appointments, and then you're getting all your lab tests. It's a job. And that doesn't even include taking care of your family. And if you're working a job, whether it's in the home or outside of the home. Taking care of yourself and dealing with life is just a full-time job that you don't get paid for sometimes. When I was to this point, I was ready to say, I'm done. I don't want to have to remember about taking my meds. I don't want to keep trying to figure out how much sleep do I need. I just don't want to think about this anymore. I did learn before I was diagnosed with lupus what my burnout level was, and what I needed to do to deal with it. I use some of the same techniques, but have changed them just a little. I'd like to share four things that you can do that may help you through your lupus burnout. Do something different. Okay, this is where you're probably saying in your mind, Gwen, what should I do differently? I'm glad you asked. Many of us get into the same routine. We basically do the same thing every day. We eat the same thing every day. It's good to do something a little different. If your lupus is at the point that you can't move much, try sitting in a different part of your home. Here is an example. When I was first diagnosed, I couldn't move very much. I sat in the same chair every day for at least a month. I watched the same TV shows. I finally said, I need to do something different. I still sat because that's all I could do, but I would sit in a different room in the house. I set up a reading area. I started to break up my day between my comfy chair in one room, and then I would move to the other room. Maybe your something different could be getting a new hairstyle. I recently realized how I've been stuck in a rut with my hair and the clothes that I wear. I usually wear the same clothes over and over until they just wear out. And I've been slowly replacing my clothes in my wardrobe, and I feel better when I wear these. I have been trying new hairstyles and buying new hair. If you heard the episode on lupus in your hair, you may remember how I mentioned I wear hair pieces sometimes. I bought some new ones recently, so I've been trying them out. And I've been trying to do some different things with my own hair, my natural hair and I've received several compliments about my clothes and my hair. I've been told I look happier. That's because I was close to burnout, and I've been doing the same routine for so long that I wasn't caring very much about my appearance. What is it that you could do differently to help you through your lupus burnout? So that's do something differently. The second thing you might want to try is Take time to think about what is overwhelming you. 
Living with lupus means regulating how much activity you have in your life and also the amount of stress. It's hard to analyze your life if you have no energy to focus on what needs to be changed. Lupus has a way of taking your time. It takes time with the pain that you feel, with the fatigue, because then you have to either sleep or just not move. And then also it takes your time because your muscles and joints ache so you can't get up and move and do anything much. This makes it hard to focus and to think. Just this past week, I realized for the last six months, all I focused on was going to work, trying to get some physical activity, and sleep. I finally realized I need to stop and take a break. I don't like to go that length of time without taking some quiet time. The quiet time I did have was sleeping because I was just exhausted. And I also feel part of what has helped me in this past few weeks with my lupus burnout is I took time to make a plan to take care of some things that were overwhelming me. It's amazing when I finally made that plan and started executing that plan, I've been sleeping better. Sleeping better has led to me feeling better, which led to me wanting to dress better. I know it can be difficult, especially with lupus. But try your best to carve out time to figure out what is overwhelming you in this moment and what can you do to take care of those things. Here's another one that may help you. Talk to someone. I have to admit, this is something I am still not good at. The way I was raised as a child was you don't talk to someone about what is bothering you. This is not a good way to go through life. If you are able to, talk to a therapist to get some help or just a different perspective. If you have a therapist that specializes in in helping people living with a chronic illness, that would be even better in my opinion. If you don't have a therapist to talk to, try talking to someone that you trust. Here is what I've learned about sharing my feelings with someone. I start by letting them know I'm not expecting you to fix what I'm about to talk about. I just need you to listen. This helps the other person know they don't have to have an answer, that you don't need them to fix your problem, you just need them to be a friend right now. If you really don't have someone to talk to, I've done this because sometimes this happens to me early in the morning, I talk to myself out loud. This is something I've found over the years that has helped me. It's even helped me figure out how to handle the challenges in my life right now. It's almost like journaling out loud. This has helped me figure out how to budget my money so I could get some much needed repairs on my home. That was one of the things that I was overwhelmed by. And once I started talking to myself through the process, I was able to take the steps to get it done. Something else that helped was I had a friend that I talked to about what I felt overwhelmed about, about getting all this work done on my home. He gave me a recommendation of something to do that I'd never thought of, and it was part of the solution to my problem. Just think if I wouldn't have talked to him, I would probably still be sitting here worrying about how am I going to get this done? How am I going to get this fixed? That was the third item. Try to talk to someone, or you might have to talk to yourself. And lastly, take a minute vacation from your life. I work outside of my home and I have personal time and vacation time that I can use. And believe me, I use it. 
I used to think I needed to never take time off throughout the year or my employer would think I wasn't a good worker. I finally realized I need to take a day off here and there and sometimes maybe for the week. When I do, I usually sit and do nothing or watch a movie. That may not sound very exciting, but I rarely even now still get to watch television or movies. That is a perfect day off to me. Take time away from your home if possible. If you live somewhere that has parks or lakes or even learn about your local history of your town, why not drive to the park or the lake and just sit and enjoy the nice weather? Where I live, we have several parks that are well-maintained and they're, they're just beautiful. Sometimes I go to the park and just sit on the bench and watch the people go by. Sometimes I'll ride my bike and I'll take a break and just enjoy being outside. Taking a minute vacation doesn't mean that you have to spend money in order to do something. Taking a minute vacation from your life could be just not doing anything or just not doing your regular routine for the day. Instead of cleaning, doing the laundry, doing lawn care, taking a day off to do whatever you want to do. Even if it's that all you want to do is sleep, hey, that's not a bad thing, especially when you're living with lupus. Just like burnout from work can happen, burnout from living with a chronic illness is real. If you're feeling overwhelmed by living with lupus, let your doctor know. Ask them if they can refer you to someone to talk to. You never know, maybe it could be a side effect of one of your medications. Talk, Like I said, talk to your doctor and maybe they can help you with that also. I hope today's episode was a help for you. You're not alone in living with lupus. Again, thank you to all of those of you that listen and that share the podcast with your loved ones or that listen even though you don't have lupus, so you can understand what we go through. And don't forget to rate and review the podcast on your favorite podcast app. And you can also send me questions or podcast topic suggestions to my email, gwen at thegwenalexander.com. You can also send a message through the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash lupuslivingpodcast. Today's quote that I'd like to leave you with is from author and speaker, Brene Brown. And that quote is, one day you will tell your story of how you overcame what you went through and it will be someone else's survival guide. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. The views of any guest on the podcast are their own. The host of the podcast is not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before you make any changes that may affect your health in any way.